Welcome to the Almost Daily Podcast. This is episode 655. We're talking about the truth about your weight loss journey. I'm going to tell you something here that uh, is going to take all the pressure in the world off of you when it comes to the weight you're trying to lose. Uh, your number on the scale, nobody gives a shit. Besides you, nobody cares. Uh, the people that are scrolling and seeing your post on social media, they'll uh, like and comment whatever you put out, but then they keep scrolling. So the fact that you've either gone up however many pounds or gone down however many pounds since your last weigh-in that you also posted about at this time last week, they've forgotten within about 45 seconds probably. Kind of like when you scroll, right? Because if you're really involved in the fitness community, you see these posts. You see the Transformation Tuesday, the weigh-in Wednesday. And I mean, you know people are working hard and that's what you cheer. But as far as the numbers themselves, like you don't remember them. You don't remember that whoever was up or down, whatever amount. So why is it that the, the scale number for you when you post these really gets in your head as much as it does. I say this all the time. and You have to be able to not only believe it, put it into practice. That number on the scale is a byproduct. Your body composition even, it's a byproduct. The only thing that you can really focus on is how consistent that you actually show up. And by the way, if you're showing up consistently, we're talking from a workout perspective, wherever you are at the moment, that could be two to four days a week. That doesn't mean seven days a week. And when you're doing these workouts, your number one goal is to be able to make it through to your next workout because you want to keep this stuff going. And your body is recovering not when you're pushing it to and past its limits, but in the downtime. See, the things that everybody focuses on with this stuff are outside of their control. But that number that is so ingrained in your head, and normally it's, it's a scale number. It could be a clothing size. It could be a body fat percentage, it's not like you go out in public and wear this number. (laughs) Like people don't see it. It's not over your head. And here's the funny thing. Even if they could see it, they wouldn't give a shit because they're focused on their number. All of you guys that have kids, I know you've told your kids this once or at least once or twice, right? Don't worry. Like other people aren't aren't paying that much attention to you. They're worried about themselves. And that is true throughout life. So once you realize that nobody really cares because they're so invested on what they're working through, that the details of what you're trying to, 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 to work on don't really matter to them all that much. They'll root you on, which is good. You need encouragement because so much about health and fitness and and getting this whole thing where the 
the weight comes off is how you view it. It's how you frame this in your head. It's not even the mindset. You know, you'll hear all the time mindset, and I've said it too. I know I have. It's not about your mindset. It's about how you're able to process the things that, that happen to you that you see and, and all that. It's how you react. Because we're all doing the same actions. We're all doing some type of, of activity. Our body is burning more of the food that we're eating than what we're taking in. But people get tripped up on the details. The reason you get tripped up on the details is because you've seen other people do it. And the reason that other people do it is because this is the message that has been reinforced for decades. I'm telling you, you guys focus on things outside of your control, you get desperate. We all do. So if you focus on not just weight loss, but the speed of which you lose weight, you're going to feel desperate. This is why the weight loss industry is built the way that it is. When you're desperate, you're open to trying new things or spending money on stuff that you tried before in hopes of finding something that's going to get you to where you think you're going to be happy. And the punchline for anybody that actually makes the goal weight or makes the composition is the, the, the real shit, the stuff that's going on in your head doesn't change. You're still going to have the same insecurities. Because see, when you buy into this whole thing that changing the way that your body looks and, and how much it weighs is going to suddenly bring this level of confidence and then it doesn't, well, what happens? Well, then at some point you're going to be right back into the diet, into trying to lose weight. Or maybe it's, maybe you've lost the weight. Now we've got to, you know, do the, and I'm not, look, um, I, I think there are, when it comes to the surgeries, I think, you know, there, there's various reasons that people have the skin removal surgeries. Um, I know that in many cases it's to alleviate pain. It is to get, I, I mean, there, and you can also acknowledge that there's some vanity to it as well. And that's okay, by the way. But the point that I want to make is a lot of times what happens is that the weight is lost then you start with surgeries. Now, skin removal can be viewed at as, as, as more of a, of a practical, improves your day-to-day -day life. But what about when you start getting altering surgeries? You start getting plastic surgery. And you see this happen a lot, by the way. You've seen it. You see it in your social media feeds all the time. Because it's sold much the same way. You were told when it came to weight loss that if you get down to a certain number, that you're going to feel better about yourself. Okay, we've been down to that number. Well, now you got to look a certain way. And maybe that doesn't necessarily have to do with being able to see the definition of your abs, right? Um, you know, maybe it's Maybe it's the angle of your nose. Maybe it's, I don't know. I'm a dude with no ass. Maybe it's, it's ass implants. I mean, you know, they, they could try to market to me for butt implants and for hair. I, and oh, by the way, like when I was, when I was uh, like 
in my early 20s, like when I completely, before I started shaving my head and my hair was just like going, I mean, I was susceptible to every hair regrowth treatment. You know, I took a prescription meds for a couple of years to like regrow hair. It didn't do anything. It might've slowed it down a little bit. Didn't help my confidence all that much. But I had like those little, like three bangs on the top of my head looking like Charlie Brown a little bit. But, and I'm not really making myself the butt of the joke because actually the way that I, like my physical appearance, I'm cool with it. <laughs> um, the biggest thing with a shaved head is that you don't want to have like, you don't want it to be pointy. So like, my head's, my head's all right. I'm, I'm checking to make sure I'm not, you know, dealing with that with like a pointy head right now. Um, but oh, by the way, if you have a pointy head, rock it. Because this, this is actually, kind of, this ties into the underlining message for everything, which is you got to be able to look at your body and you got to be able to think that you are the shit. You're not going to feel that way 24-7. But I want you to be able to look in the mirror and be like, damn, look at me. Just look at me. And I will tell you that with my bald head. I will tell you that with my, my gray beard. I will tell you that with my really tight legs that are, are crouched over. I will tell you that with my deformed feet. I will tell you that with anything that has to do with me. Because see, what happens is instead of focusing on this this arbitrary number on the scale or this body composition or whatever it is, whatever you think is going to on the exterior that is going to make you feel better about yourself. You start doing the, the, the work internally. Now I think for most people, I, I think anybody could benefit from therapy. I tell you guys this, I feel like I missed every episode now, right? <laughs> But I mean, the truth of the matter is, as you start going through life, you've got shit that you've dealt with. Well, you've got shit that you've gone through. There's really, there's a good chance you haven't dealt with all of it. At least I know that, you know, that's what I'm finding out, right? I go to therapy and I talk about it. Try to figure it out. Dig into stuff. Because you collect it over the course of time. But if you start figuring out why you don't think you're not, why you're not confident with who you are as an individual, if you start working through that, and this really does become an inside out process for you, then, the, the, and this is the ultimate goal, I think. Well, th this is the ultimate goal, I think, for anyone. This is the ultimate goal for me with the message I put out for the coaching that I do is that I want you to look at health and fitness as an inside-out process that starts with how you view yourself. You need to develop genuine confidence for who you are. And when it comes, so when it comes to this ridiculous tens of billions of dollars a year industry that is marketing against your freaking insecurities, you stand a damn chance where you don't go through life feeling like shit about yourself. The fuck, what is this about, man? You've been through so much crap. I don't have to know the ins and outs and every detail of your situation to know that you've been through a lot of crap. You know exactly what you've been through. When I said that, you probably thought of like five or six things right now. You may not be going through them right now, but you've got stuff that has been in your past, stuff that's looming. 
this is the work that you need to do. You, you need to, and it's hard, man, because like people, people are freaking wounded. I still don't believe people are broken, but I think there are a lot of people that are hurt. And what do people do? A lot of people do when they're hurting. The vast majority of people, when they're hurting, lash out. And what really sucks, what what really is just freaking awful, is when, because I, I mean, a lot of these insecurities are put into people when they're kids. So you've got adults that are hurting, that are wounded, that take shit out on, on kids. And it sticks with you, right? And it might seem like, it just might seem like something really, really subtle. But this is the crap that's, that you've collected over the course of your life. You don't even realize it. You know, I've, I've mentioned, I started, last year I started really opening up more about my experience with CP. And when I started doing it, like it's so, it was such an, it, it, it's still, it's still a really intense release for me. I'll get choked up and I'll start crying like instantaneously because like I, I can even like thinking about it right now, and I'm not going to talk about it right now because it's not the main focus of this episode here. But I just feel it welling up, like wanting to come out. Because we hold, we press that shit down. And we do it a lot of times without even knowing it. And then we just go through life and we're like, oh, I'm okay. And see, this is why, like, <laughs> when I tell you, you got to love yourself. It's an inside-out process. Like, you probably listen to this, you're like, man, piss off. <laughs> you you need to do it with help. It's it's not, I, I, I truly believe, even... Even if you work through stuff, and, and this again is part of my, my personal experience. I did not go to therapy in my 20s when I, when I really should have. And I started to do a lot of the self-work. You know, you hear a lot about that now. Do the work. Do the internal work. Um, and I, I did make some, some major improvements. It took me longer than it would have with therapy, I think. And I did start to find out some things about myself, but I'm telling you, man. You start really digging into this stuff and you have a, a trained professional that you've got a really good rapport with. It'll touch on wounds that you don't want touched. <laughs> but you start working through things. So why does everything come back to mental, like to how you view things and the emotions you're dealing with and self-confidence and all that? Because this is the entire game. I'm a marketer. You know what marketers convince you to do? <laughs> the vast majority. Think of the vast majority of products and services that are marketed to you. It's to get you to feel better about yourself or to like live up to some image. Like just, just think. and <laughs> Just think about that. And my whole thing with your level fitness is I, I want you to take this message that the mainstream fitness industry has been telling you. And... Stop looking at this as a, as, a, as a surface level issue. That losing weight is going to fix it. You've lost the weight before. I mean, I, I, there has not been somebody that I've ever talked... But, you know, the vast majority of people that I talk to have been dieting for decades. They've lost the weight before. They know every single program. They don't need, they don't need education on how to, you know, follow a diet. They need the, the rules to be rewritten to where they actually stand a fighting chance. Not just to lose the weight. 
Because I'm telling you, it is the shit. It is so much shit. When people actually lose the weight and then they realize, oh, that's not the problem. The problem is inside me. The problem is much deeper. I don't want that for you. Especially if you've been chasing after this stuff for a long time. I don't want that for you. Do what needs to be done to to work through the stuff that you've been through. Yes, healing. Healing is real. But it's a lot more of a I think it's it's a lot more of an involved process than what what is put out on social media. We all see the quotes, we all see the memes, we all see like the reels and the TikToks and shit. It's a lot deeper than that. It's a lot more personalized. And it requires a level of honesty with yourself because again, as individuals, we can bullshit ourselves more than anybody else. But this is the stuff that you need to do, especially if you've been trying to lose weight for decades. This is not a matter of freaking willpower. This is a matter of you doing the deep down, working on the stuff deep down, the stuff that's really painful to touch, but to start working through it. And then when you start feeling more confident about yourself, and you're going to do this simultaneously, it's not that you're going to have this, you know, that you're going to be confident most of the time, and then you're going to start doing the actions that it takes to to become healthier and stronger. You're going to do this simultaneously, but you're going to like focus on the actions on just being consistent and not pushing, like not trying to push yourself so damn hard right out of the box. Thinking you, the whole jumpstart thing where you go from doing, you know, next to nothing for a month or two and then you jump right into like a 21, a 30, a 75 <laughs> or a 90 day program. Give me a break. If anyone else told you they were doing that, you would tell them they are setting themselves up for failure. But not in, in many people's heads. Not, not them, the individual, because they know better. Because this isn't going to go like every other jumpstart they've tried. Everything. <laughs> when it comes down to the stuff that we talk about here, confidence is so much. Being able to like, um, be honest with yourself is so much. But with health and fitness... It is the furnace that run, that holds the fire. It is the, the genuine confidence and appreciation you have for yourself. And again, the way that you're able to frame the things that happen when you do the actions. Doing the actions is doing the workouts, drinking the water, following the eating plan. The one that I really have trouble with personally is sleep, but it's part of it. It's a major part of it, actually. Um... <laughs> In fact, I would argue if you're trying to work out six, seven days a week and have an option to where you could actually sleep in later, sleep in later. Skip some of the workouts. I'm working on that, by the way. Those of you that know me and know my personal routine, you, I, I mean, I, I, I like, I have to laugh every time I talk about sleep. You guys know I don't sleep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you don't know, I don't sleep all that well. But it has actually gotten better, which is good. Um, but here's the thing. 
nobody cares about the number on the scale for you or the body composition. That stuff will take care of itself. Your body is amazingly resilient. You start doing the actions and you start taking care of yourself from the inside out and you start working through the stuff that you packed away, so much of this is, is healing from the stuff that, that has been unfairly put on you. And it's tough talking about this stuff on a podcast because I got to be super general. And I, and I mean, an individual conversation that I am quick to point out, <laughs> I go to therapy. I am not a therapist. I am a, I work in marketing and I've been around the fitness industry for like 20 plus, for well over 20 years. How many years at this point? I started working in the fitness industry in 2004. I started going to gyms and just hanging around that entire environment like back in well, 90, I'm talking about when I started working because my orthopedic put me on a program, uh, the very end of 96, long ass time. The point is, is I, I see this stuff from a couple of different point of views that I think are helpful. I see what the, how the industry markets against us, both from like literally being in the fitness industry and being a marketer and seeing how all this works. And as somebody that is, is working through things with therapy, lifelong things that a lot of it you just kind of ignore, that's what you got to get. But yeah, the truth about your weight loss journey, two things. One is what I already told you, which is nobody gives a shit. They've literally, 45 seconds after like liking and commenting on your post, they've already forgotten that you've either gained eight pounds or lost 23 or whatever the whatever your last week has been like. And the other part is stop calling it your weight loss journey. Life is your journey. You've got so many things in your life that you're doing that to this point, because of how long you've been trying to lose weight, I can totally see where weight loss is the main goal and weight loss is the journey. But don't sell yourself short. You got a lot more capabilities inside you. I want to know your thoughts on this. So you can either DM me on Instagram. I'm at Daryl T. Perry there. Uh, you can text me. That's 859-208-2334. Either text. Um, and if actually, if you want to receive the regular text messages, if you want the fitness-related stuff, text YLF to 859-208-2334. Uh, if you want... Any and everything else, because it's basically everything but health and fitness, uh, text my name. That's Daryl, D-A-R-Y-L, D-A-R-Y-L, to 859-208-2334. Thank you as always for listening, and I will talk to you again real soon.